Let me just tell you, boys. It's great. Oh, please, Dave. Tell me how good it was. It's outrageous. Have a look at him. Just have a look at him. He's a superstar. I'm assuming he's trained him. He's playing footy. He's trained. It's damaging, Deeds. It's damaging disposal. It is. I love it. It is. Love it. Speaking words of wisdom. Up the Swatties. This is True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. Back to review the disappointing loss over in Adelaide against the Power. The upcoming clash Saturday night against the Saners. A must-win clash. And everything else, Sydney Swans, as always, joined by co-host Madison Clark. How are you, Mads? Well, I'm good, but every game is a must-win now. It is. yeah. Every single you, you're game. You're talking facts, mate. We're spitting facts here on True Bloods, as always. And joined once again by... Oh, hey, he's not a guest panellist. He's on his for his third show, Noah Hayden. How are you, son? G'day, faithful. Would you Glad still, to be back. Is that still guest status? You just... I think I think I think four you get beyond guest status. Yeah. So I'll have to fight for that fourth. Yeah, you'll ha- you will. Yeah. You'll have to fight like Braden Campbell is to get back into the bloody side. Absolutely. Yeah, but boys, geez, disappointing. I can tell you what, I was flat. Flat. Flat, flat as a tack. I've made the last-minute trip over to the Adelaide Oval, boys, and I thought it was just primed and set up for me, boys, you know. You know, had a, had the uh, you know the family occasion that I've been talking about um, yes. fall through due to sickness, a few flus going around. So I said, well, I may as well make the most of it. Had a bit of work to do over in Adelaide, a few surveys, as they say, Mads, to have a look at a couple of the pubs we look at over there look yeah, after. Right. So I was like, I'll turn it into a busy, bit of a business trip. And, uh, so you're calling a pub crawl in Adelaide work, are you? <laughs> yeah, so the, the half an hour survey turned into a, a, a more the, the funner part of the business trip, which was the footy. But yeah. so They call that a junket, Noah. Yeah, ooh, <laughs> it, it was prime conditions over there, boys. The, the beers were flowing. They taste great. But that it was about, warm. It was warm. The sun was out. Um, you know, but a bit of, a, bit of the, the rays in the afternoon there, mate. It was Did good you have on the, the sunnies on? I didn't. I forgot to take the sunnies. I wasn't that prepared. It was really last minute, but... Boys, I think there wasn't too much to, uh, you know, clap and cheer about at the Adelaide Oval, to be honest. Well, it started well, right? We, but, but we we didn't look on, per se, but we started well. Kicked, yeah, the, the, kicked the first, what, three? First two or three, yeah. yeah 10, 10, 15 minutes in, it was sort of, oh, we're going to run over the top of these guys. It's going to be a nice, easy win, and geez, wasn't that far from the truth. Yeah, look, uh, last time I was on, guys, we just knocked off the top team and defending premiers. And I, I came in and I said that it was a good week to be a Swans fan. Now, I feel the opposite today. It yeah. has been a rude few days to be a yep. Swans fan. Yep. A reality check, as some would say. And uh, the media have jumped all over, over us, naturally. I, I just think there are fundamental issues that haven't been addressed this whole year. And it's been deodorized per se Noah by some really good performances and so it makes you sort of forget okay yeah well we didn't perform in this area but we're playing you know good enough footy to be you know sort of a a, you know fifth sixth maybe even top four we were we had hopes of top four and now we've just got to keep winning but there are fundamental issues Debs. Yeah, it's a, it's the same thing that's been going on all year. It's these lapses in concentration, boys, where I I don't think it's so much we need a plan B to be able to counter these lapses in concentration. I I personally think it's a bit of it's a lack of on-field leadership to no one's putting up their hand and saying, "Boys, we got to stop this momentum now." boys, I'm going to be the one who's going to put the hand up, put the hand over the ball, make that smother, make that tackle, be that accountable player. It's just not happening at the moment. And that third quarter was just the the same shit we've seen three, four, five different times this year. And it's just straight up not good enough. You cannot concede, well, I think it was six goals to two in the third quarter. Yep. Something like that. Six goals to one. Six goals to one. And it's game over. See you later. You get... It's the six-goal rule. We've talked about it. You get up um, behind by more than six goals, you're not winning many games. Yeah, Debs, look, I'm, I've, got, I've got to say, I think Mads has put it best there. I think there's issues that have been there all year, and the problem is is that they're still there. We haven't, we're not addressing them, and I think that's cost us big time on Saturday. Yeah, where, where are you putting, putting the blame? There's got to be blame somewhere. Well, it's just you need an even contribution 
from every player. You need every player to do their bit and play their role. And I don't think that's happening at the yeah, moment. I, uh, yeah, it's it's solely on the playing group for me. You know, you hear a lot of this stuff like, oh, there's not enough coming from the coach's box. You know, they're not doing enough to, you know, make things happen. When I, I think it's a bit of a cop out. Well, they're, they're limited when, the, when the siren goes. They're very limited very in what they can do. Very limited to what they can do, you know. But like Mills went behind the ball for a little bit. That didn't work. And it's just a, it's lacking on-field leadership for mine, boys. For yours. For yours, Debs. And, and it's the same guys like performing every week, yep. you know. It, it's Millsy having 25-plus in the midfield. It's Parks putting his head over the ball. And, and you know, Heaney kicking three or four goals up forward. But three blokes standing up every week, that yeah, is not going to get enough. it done. Not going to do you it. You know, everyone's system, you know, probably 16 of the 18 clubs, their system will beat you when you got three players really, well, you know, yeah. holding their heads high. It's not sustainable, Debs. It's not. And, th- and that's where we sort of have probably relied on the effectiveness and the efficiency going forward. And we probably got ourselves out of a few games, you know, where we may have lost if we weren't so effective. But, yeah, it, it's, it's, it, it, there was not enough contributors on the weekend. I have to agree that um, I think, you know, blaming it on the coach is, is a cop-out. And it ha- it's a very commonly used cop-out. A lot out of people go for it. Club, yeah. right? But in saying that, I feel that, our forward line structure, when we go forward and we haven't done it quickly in transition, everything slows down. We've got nine guys in the forward There were 73 guys in the forward it's, line, oh Noah. God. It was and insane. I can't help but feel that, can't horse just say, get out of there. Get out of the forward 50. Yep. You know, yeah, clear but, it out a bit. Yeah, but then there's Something. like there's eight or nine defenders setting up behind the ball and you're, and you're bombing it into... I know what you're saying. You do have to build that sort of wall coming out of the the forward 50. But, you know, the forward 50 pressure wasn't there. I saw some stat. I think they had 16 tackles inside 50. We we had six or seven. You know, we were just bullied around the ball. The the want and determination and that blood spirit, we're not going to give up. We're going to win this game. That just wasn't there. They had had 21 more tackles than us. Yeah. And, and, And they've beaten us soundly. Yeah. And they had 21... More tackles than us, Noah. And you know what? That is not good enough. You know what? Any way you slice it. Last, uh, the last match against Melbourne, we it was the other other oh, way around, wasn't it? Flip. Correct. Complete we had reversal. the t- we had the the lead on the tackles and we won the game. But guys, Imagine there was that. there was a aside from this actual pressure that we can very clearly see there from a, a twenty one tackle deficit. There was this perceived pressure, and I, I lost count at the amount of times someone got the, got the ball cleanly in our defensive 50 and just turned around and swung it on the boot, and you knew every time it was coming straight back. Yeah. That's the thing. You've got to, and maybe this comes with experience, boys, you've got to have composure in those situations. Yeah, you may, you may be on the uh, wrong end of an onslaught of goals, but you need to have a bit of composure and trust in your skills to say, okay, I'm not going to panic here. I'm going to find a target and I'm going to do something to stop the rot. Yeah, and I don't think, um, you know, comparing it to a side like Port Adelaide, where we average 24 less games per player. They were a much younger side than we were yep. on the weekend. You know, we do ha- have a few players with, you know, two, 300 games, which it, which does blow that out. But the, the, the youngness thing, um, they, these players... Oh, it was just a pure output thing. It's yeah, as we've seen all year. Jake Lloyd's input's been down. I think he's had two or three relatively good games, but his ball use on the weekend was deplorable. Yeah, but Dave's good games compared to you know his best and fairest form. Yeah, not comparable. Yeah, you know, not good enough. Yeah, not good enough. Hundred percent. And it's it's the the way he's doing it. Faithful. It's trying to spot up. A target, 20 metres away. And Jake, there's a player in front of you, mate. You're not just going to lob it over his head 20 metres away and hit the target for a turnover inside forward 50, which results with a shot on goal. Killed me. Killed me. It's It's awful. It's stupid stuff. He's gone at like 58% or something stupid like that. It's not up to AFL standard. And, you know, Horse could really go to the chopping block with a surprise, that would you know, be a statement. A, a, a statement. Be huge, which is nearly what we need at the moment. We need a bit of a shake-up. Say, boys, this just isn't going to happen after the after the break. You know, you you've knocked off the top of the the table, Melbourne, and you come out and you know put on a performance like that. There's got to be a bit of discomfort, Noah. And I know you've said before that there's you know potentially not enough 
not enough competition coming from the VFL, potentially. Yeah, I think at the moment, though, I think Jake Lloyd is just, you know, spending those credits that he's earned up over the years as being... Like, you know, that was his one main... He was our go-to. It was... It was reliability, right? Yep. He was he's not particularly big. He's not particularly strong. He's not particularly But he was fast. a good user. Such a good user. Yeah. So reliable. And he's got he hasn't got that at the moment at all. He's not even close. Hundred percent. It's even like rubbing off on players like Errol Goulden. Yep. You know, yeah, second year player or whatever he is, so he can't go too hard. But he hidden by foot the last two or three weeks has not been good enough. Not good. Even against the win, um is sensational in that last quarter. Couldn't sing higher praises, but up until then, his ball use was a little bit average. You know, there's just been the 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 you can count and you see it just biting off more than you can chew. And when it comes off, it's fantastic. But when when we're struggling as a as a unit, it's really evident. You know, these players trying to you know just do things that aren't there, and mm. it's it's time and place all the time. It's that decision making that we talk about. That's what has to be on point. The flow yep. is off, isn't it? It's just you know. The players aren't in sync. They're turnovers. It's silly decisions that we just wouldn't have seen in the past. Yeah, it's. Uh, Do you want to talk about Laddams? Not good enough. I've been, um, you know, I've probably been the more critical one of us three of Laddams, and I, I think hit the the moment overwhelmed him against you know a few of his good mates and that type of thing. It, the the moment got to him, and he gave away two undisciplined acts and cost us a a massive free kick in that in that third quarter that, you know, turn the momentum completely. You know, a 12-point play absolutely kills you, and there's nothing tough about that. You know, what what is tough is putting your head over the ball and simply not good enough, and I hope this is the making of him. Um, but, yeah, he definitely could owes be. us one. It could be. I, I want it to be. Don't get me wrong, but I, simply not good enough by Laddams. I think Horse was quite measured yeah, about very, his response. Very. Which I like. Yeah, I like that yeah. too. But I think there's a bit of reading in between the lines there. It's like that's f- straight out not good enough. It's We've given him a bake and uh, he's got to bounce back. And yeah. then that, I, I, I wish nothing but the best for him, but simply not good enough. Yeah, we'd like to see a good game from him in the twos. And yeah. And, you know, maybe find your way back. But um, it wasn't like a particularly good game from him either. He's played better. Yeah, oh, there's no doubt. It's a pretty, no, very no, average game. No doubt. He's but bar, bar sort of taking that mark and kicking that goal, he was, yeah, pretty underwhelming. Um, the other one on the chopping block. Now, Debs, I know you've got something to say about this. Yeah. You don't see Dane Rampey get too many baths. Yeah. He got a bath from Mr. Marshall. Yeah. You saw it a bit differently? Yeah, no, no absolutely. Definitely got a bath. There's no doubt about that. But, boys, unless... Dane Rampey has grown three centimetres, put on 10 kilos and completely changed the way he plays. I don't know why he's standing playing in front of a, a bloke who is six foot five uh, as a key forward. Yep. Why are you all of a sudden trying to predict the ball coming in? Go back to what you know, play five metres off your man, use your closing speed and spoil. He was playing in front of Marshall all day. Had these balls coming over the top of him and taking marks. Yep. It's simply like fundamentals of defending. Especially when you're a smaller uh, defender. That's right. You play you, from behind. You're not playing man on man. man. Yeah. It's no, it wasn't even man on man. Yeah. He's playing in front of him. And he, he just got there Port Adelaide's use going inside fifty was quite effective at times. And that and that's why kick to um, a bloke who's a massive unit like Marshall. If it goes to any type of advantage, it's an easy, nearly uncontested mark against Rampy. Yeah, hey, it, Dave, it's it, just it, simply. My... I couldn't believe I didn't understand why he was playing in front of him. Sorry, Dave. I just wanted to ask: did, Do you think that maybe, and it's hard to know from where we sit as fans, but that his plan going on on Marshall a bit arrogant? Maybe he did. Maybe thought he had him, you know, covered. Yeah, it's. I think he's probably relying on a, you know, a second or third to come over the. Wasn't over coming. The top, Wasn't coming. Whether it was Paddy or Tommy or whatever, I'm not. I'm not too sure what Rams was thinking going into that. But it was a clear. I. I, I don't. I, honestly, it's hard to see that stuff when you're not at the game. Mm. And that, and I picked it up there, and I was like, why is he playing in front? And it's. I don't know if he's been doing it all year, but yeah, interesting. Too Look, concerned about Dixon, perhaps. Exactly right. A couple of Maybe. big boys up there, but. You know, Look at our forward line. McDonald, no goals. One behind. Sam Reid, no goals, no behinds. Tom Papley, no goals, two behinds. Yeah. 
Heaney was literally the only option for goal. Maybe. You've kicked eight goals for the day. It's uh, it's a really bad effort up forward. But, yeah, you're right. It's, I don't know, it's... Didn't Will Haywood just kill? Did you throw oh, something, Noah? Man. Oh, that hurt, man! Like, and and you, I think you said it on the True Bloods Instagram, maybe afterwards in a story. That really did feel like the turning point, yep. didn't it? Yep. And and the thing was, in his first goal, you could see that he, and that was the one where you probably could play on and could kick it because there was no one goal side. That was never on. No. Just go back and kick the goal. It, yeah. yeah, he was a bit. Bit nervy, Willie Haywood. You yep. could even see in that first set shot he kicked, he stabbed at it, you know, just put it through. Not full of confidence when he has every reason to be. I think he's been playing pretty good footy. Yep. His spot's pretty secure. And look, it's one of those freak things trying to play on, you know, just get the quick goal. But sometimes you just got to settle. And I think he'll learn from that. It's like, go back, kick the goal. You know, it's simple as that. There, there's no need to, you know, do do special stuff. You know, when you're when you're within 15 meters, like seriously, go back, kick the goal. Of course, I wanted to see if I could just jump to the defense of Logan for a second. Now I know he hasn't had the score pa- scoreboard impact mm. that we that we love. We love scoreboard impact. We do. We love a little oh, bit of scoreboard. So he hasn't had scoreboard impact. However, yeah. he and I have gone and checked this because I felt that way in the moment watching the game. He's had four score involvements, and I remember Sam and I talking, and we were we were saying that it feels like whenever it gets to Logan, um, outside the 50, the forward 50. He seems to do something good with it. Yeah, he does agree. get us a score. Wholeheartedly so agree. I love that. Wholeheartedly yeah. agree. Yeah, he's up the ground a little bit more. Um, get Buddy up the fucking ground. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. God damn. Yeah, Bud needed well, to convert you, you a couple. One it. goal, three. Yeah. Just kills you. You also, you also need to... I wanted him to inject himself when things weren't going our way, you yeah. know? That, that's what you want from your leaders on field. I mean, you mentioned before, Debs, there was probably a bit of lack, lack of on-field leadership, and, yeah. and I could definitely see that too. And you want Buddy to go up. I don't care if you give away a free kick. Go and run through someone. Go and go and get involved. Get the footy. His field kicking's elite. We know that. But you've just you've got to involve yourself. Tell you what was a funny one to watch live boys was that, you know, that play where he sort of kicked it off the ground and got it to Heaney and he, Heaney kicked that one on the left. Yep. I've never seen Buddy look so old and fragile. Like it, when he was young yeah. back in the day, he would just pick that up, got yep. the handball out, but mate, I've never seen, and it, and it came off to a goal. It was fantastic, but you're just like, bud, go was, down and pick it he up. He could it, not pick it, it up. It looked yeah. so bad. But look, it's the least of Buddy's concerns. You know, he's executed well and it's done well. But yeah, it was a funny one just watching that live. Looked, I was right in front of it. And you're so like, right. He looked old. old and he and was like, trying to get I the I can't ball. get yeah. down there. But, yeah. you know, and then he can run, you know, 20, 30 metres and bang one from 65 and he looks 19 again. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's a funny one to see live for sure. But, boys, what are your thoughts on that? Sam Reid putting oh, back-to-back please. performances. I've been waiting for this. I've been waiting for this, Steve's. Um Dangerous in the air. Reading the ball. Has he got contacts put in? Bit of depth perceptions come back into his game? It was good. Just seeing him around the ground with energy. Yeah, just um, hard he had, leads. He had five tackles again, I think. Oh. Seven grabs. Yeah, it's massive. 11, 11 touches, it. seven grabs all day. It was Sammy one of the shining Reed. lights in, in what was a pretty grim day for Swansea. And, and he pinch hit in the ruck as well. Yeah. No, the really solid performance from Sam Reid. Papley's due for a big one, boys. He he sort of teased at it a number of times yeah. on the weekend and just couldn't – the ball just would not bounce his way. way. But yeah. again, you look for a little bit of a spark in situations like that and he couldn't provide it. Which he is he's usually due. that guy. Jeez, he's due. Yeah, well, he's the barometer, right? Mm. But he is due. He's yeah. he could feast on St Kilda actually. Yeah, hundred percent. Man's up well against him. Yeah. Noah, you got some there? Absolutely. Um, no, I was just um looking through. Yeah, no. Um, Papley hasn't you know put in as what we want from him. Right, he's a forward, but can go through the midfield and add something a bit different, some explosiveness, and he didn't do it. I, I'd like to see that a little bit more. I I, I think it's been underutilized, especially with the options being up forward. You know, it's like move Errol forward. Get Paps in the middle for five minutes, yep. you know? And I think, you know, Errol's really well used forward, and especially with his sort of disposal being down a little bit, I wouldn't mind seeing that a little bit more. Blakey, a little bit down. But look, I think there's a lot of players, it was just physically us not getting our hands on the ball. One, there were the, periods where we didn't touch it for like five minutes. It. So hard to watch. Unreal. It's, uh, you know, Wixie's got to go. He's back to the twos for a spell. I'm all right with Rob, that. 
Ronk back Ronkin. in, I think. Ronkin, yeah. He's been yeah, he's been pushing hard, I think, in the two. So um I'm I'm bullish on Wicks long term, but uh, at the moment I'm happy, much happier with Ronk. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Wholeheartedly agree. Um now boys uh, O'Reardon. Staying in the side. Well, again, that's but it's just like it's O'Reardon, Fox. Surely Gould no, gets a crack. Don't surely now is We're manifesting spe- deeps. Especially with a few taller targets for uh St Kilda, St. Kilda. this week. Yeah. You know, you're gonna have Marshall up there. You're gonna have um memory up there. You know, you got the king. How tall's Will Gould now? Uh oh. six foot Four, He'd I be think. in the 190s. 190s, yeah. Low 190s. He's, but he's athletic as well, and he's got a big rig. I just don't know if he has the tank you know for a full match of AFL. Bloody good bloke, too. I met yeah? him at the train. Bloody good bloke. Oh, yeah. We love that. He's got to get a cracker, else he's gone, boys. Yeah. It's again to that to stage. But look, at, uh, did he play forward a little bit on the weekend? I saw he kicked a couple of snags. Jeez, oh, did he? I, actually, I've missed that. That might have oh, been in the last quarter, junk time. I no, think. So, I don't been. know. I don't know if I liked the, the sound of that. I didn't see it in the because I don't think I watched the last quarter, so yeah. I missed the last well, quarter. Well, for our VFL correspondent, <laughs> I need you to lift. lift. No. It's the kind of stuff that's going to lose me my yeah, fourth ex- exactly. <laughs> you're on thin ice. You're you're on Wicks territory right now, James Bell. <laughs> <Yeah>. oh. <laughs> but look, don't get me wrong. I don't think he's the saver. I don't think he's going to fix. The Things, but he needs a crack, and he's someone who could just step up to the plate and go bang. He's a highly touted youngster. You know, he was. He was but again, Debs, just shake it up. Like, could, shake it up. Have a debut. The back line. That's great. Yeah, we haven't. We've hardly debuted a bloke this week. Yeah, this year, I should say. Spark something. Hundred percent, and that's what the team needs. It it needs a bit of excitement. You know, on the edge of your seat. You don't know whether you're locked into playing every week. It's um... speaking of excitement. Yes, um, Hugo Hall Khan. For faithful that don't know, uh, in the mid-season draft, the Swans have picked up a, a kid by the name of Hugo Hall Khan. Which you know, mid-season draft isn't something worth really looking over. Usually, right? We've picked up a few guys in the mid-season draft, and they've just been delisted at the end of the year. But Hugo Hall Khan, in his first game, second of- game. Is it second? Did yeah. I so, he, mate, I'm all over it. What's going no. on? Mate? I thought it was his second game no, as well. Nice. But, oh, no, oh geez. Second played, game? Okay. He played against Melbourne at the G after being at the club for a day or two. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, it is two matches. You're right. Um, <laughs> but he's. So, he, in his second match of VFL football, has collected 23 touches. And might I say they were damaging. Damaging. Absolutely damaging. And he has kicked. Five goals too. Yeah, yeah, that's it's good. Unreal. It's yeah, good it's output. Good to see, and yeah. I, you know, we have. I don't think we've had a mid-season debutant before, as in a mid-season yeah. draft. No debut. Never Shannon played. Noel never Shannon played a game. Played. Exactly right. But um, I'd I'd love to see it. It's yeah. maybe a bit soon because he's only just arrived yeah. at the club. But I'd love to see it. Could be a few weeks away, but it's a you know the well, roles. It's good. It's good depth, right? Absolutely, yeah. It's good, yeah. Good, and he good plays, seems to be all over the ground, up the wing, forward flank. He's a mid-sized player. Um, he's not tall. He's not short. Um, but he just seems to be where the ball goes. Deeps, love. Can I ask you about Ollie Florent? Yeah, outputs down. Um, they weren't. He's only had the ten touches on the weekend, but he definitely wasn't noticeable like that Melbourne game. He's not getting into dangerous spots. Uh, he's he's just copping, simply he's copping heat from the faithful. Yeah, for sure. It's um. It's an output thing. You sort of you want to see your wingman or your half backer, you know, between Hunt the Footy. Hunt the Footy, fifteen to twenty posies. Not that, you know, the the number is everything, but you know, to make your stance on a game, that's what you sort of gotta be having as a winger, I, I feel. And it, when you have an outstanding game and the ball's on your wing, you know, you have your twenty five thirty. Yep. Like McInerney's had a few this this year and just haven't had that game from Florida. Well, just look at Langdon. Yeah. Right. You know, that's the blueprint He's of what you want. He what, really is. What you want a wingman to be. Yeah, got a got a lift, Ollie. Yeah, got a lift. We've yeah. been calling calling for a few, for a few weeks, and then sort of had that pretty good game with sort of low numbers against the D's, which sort of got him off the hook a little bit. But yeah, Ollie, party hill possibly, <laughs> possibly <laughs> might be on, might be due. <laughs> I think. Yeah. <laughs> Party. <Yep. laughs> All right, boys. Need I say more? That's it. Um, look, that's pretty comprehensive after, you know, a, a disappointing loss and a real stinger for our season. I sort of went over to Adelaide, you know, pretty confident. It's like no boke, no grey. Boys should get it done. Yeah, yeah. that's that's. And, the, it's, and, and uh, hold on. They were also 
uh, what one or two rotations down down in the first half. Mm. Like, come on! Yeah, it's not good enough. It's no, simply good not, enough. It's simply not good enough. It's disappointing, but. You know, you've got to stick fat in these times. These are when, you know, support and, you know, everything. Yeah, yeah. This is what makes a club. Well, it's it's not have one bad game and jump off. It's stick fat. And and do you know what? I was saying I was responding to a few messages on the in, in the afternoon and a lot of people were like, Oh, we're not gonna make finals, blah blah blah. Everyone just chill. It's okay. Yeah. There are are there fundamental issues? Yes. But as we've always said, our best is better than any other club in the comp. Guaranteed. Literally better than any other c- club in the comp. We just need to fix these little things, these little lapses in concentrations, because yet again, it's one quarter of footy yeah, that we and, didn't perform and, and, in. And like we probably haven't made a big enough point of that. It's simply if we convert slightly better, kick a few more goals, and we don't go missing, we probably win by three or four goals. We're in the fight. We like have it, that, yeah. Like it... You well, know, it's a, you, you're not you're not playing catch up. Yeah. You know, it, it it may have been tied in the final quarter, but it's there. For Even the that last quarter, we were dominating. Went forward, just couldn't finish. Couldn't like get that last foot kick going inside fifties. Like we were way on top. You know, for sort of fifty percent, maybe even a little bit more. I felt we were the better side, but you know that that big like passage of six goals to one in the, in the third quarter it just it kills your chances at winning take nothing away from yeah. Rosie and Ollie Wines and they they murdered us yeah but, they did but Go- you just feel like we could have been there if a couple of other things had gone our way but nevertheless Debs you are correct yeah. you've got to stick fat this is unfortunately how we, we're cursed with barracking curse it's a curse and a blessing Noah to barrack for the Swannies because sometimes you cop these you do mate absolutely but- We'll be back after this uh, word from our sponsors, I reckon. Welcome back to True Blood Seg 2, the social segment, boys. And, jeez, don't we love a little bit of social engagement? We bloody love it, dude. The boys have been known to like a bit of social engagement. We we like a lot of things here at True Bloods. We like scoreboard impact. Manifesting. Manifestation, absolutely. Although that didn't go too well on the weekend. But Maybe we didn't manifest hard enough. We didn't quite hard enough. But at the same time, I don't think you can manifest every week or else it loses its power. That's true. It's like the building of the tsunami thing. Although we we didn't use manifestation, that's basically what we were doing. That's basically it. But yeah, you've got to use it to... um, It's certain times times when you really need it. Yep. And uh, this is one week where we really need it. Um, <laughs> hashtag Ask the Faithful. Short and sharp this week. Who is most under the pump to perform in our must win, Noah, our must win clash against the Saints this Saturday night? Yeah, look, and it's nearly on echo from last week. I did hear you with it. With, I love your pregame um, pump-ups to the faithful on the stories. It got me excited over there in Adelaide. I was set, had myself seated at a pub at about quarter to 12. Delightful. So it was good to see Just those. after you had done your work. Yes, absolutely. So, Danielle, I'll have a pint, uh, I'll have a couple of pints. But a pint over in Adelaide is just a schooner, Mads. That's average. It yeah. is. So you've got to go the imperial pint. Imperial pint, pint yeah. Imperial. No. Sorry? No it, good. Yeah. How, how, I, oh, I yeah, think I so was seven when I went to Adelaide. I think, I think it's a mini. There's a pot. A, a pint is a schooner. And then an imperial pine is a normal pine. Oh. You know. Do they use the bloody imperial system yeah, as well? It's just what wrong. the hell? Well, they really are half They're an hour behind folk. over there. The, yeah. Real, yeah. All right. Well, we have the voices were coming through very strong after that effort on Saturday. And I haven't listened to a lot of these. So these could be surprising. We've got Ashley... KXYZ. Surely that's not a, a last name, but shout out to you, Ashley. I don't think so. It can't be. It can't be. I went to pronounce it and I was just like, there's no way, but we'll get this one through. Jumping in early with a voice note, um, just saw Haney's clean left foot snap and just dribbling beautifully from the top of the square through the goals. And I can't help but reminisce and think that my clean snap this morning in Pran Central has manifested that. Anyway, up the Swannies. Come on, let's go. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, good on you, Ash. Good on you. I can't give that too much, can you? Not really. <laughs> I think you might be referring to backing one out, Madison. That's disgusting, David. It's no good, is it? <laughs> no bloody good from you, Ash. Grand Central. That might, that's oh, interesting. Boy. I would just probably make my way home and you know, snap one off. But, you know, each to their own. <laughs> I reckon we move on to the, uh, the next one, David. 
We will, mate. We will. I'm just funny searching through here. There's too many. It's just too much engagement in general, lads. And we love social engagement. So keep them coming through. Make my job tough in here, boys. But we're going with Ethan Romerill. Big Ethan. Morning, Faithful. It's Ethan. Ethan here. Um, just got a bit of a voice note as to what I think our problem is at the moment. And it's definitely consistency. Consistency is a massive thing in football. And if we can't be consistent, you can't be a top four side. You can be a top eight side without being consistent, but you can't be a top four side. That's true. And the fact that we beat Melbourne, where on top of the mountain we are absolutely huge. Everyone's talking about us. And then we go down to the power. I think that's really, really, really inconsistent. And, like, the power were good yesterday, but we were absolutely awful. Like, and we're not a top four side. Let's just face that. Like, we're not going to make the top four. We're going to be fighting with with those other clubs for a top eight spot. So, um, really got to have to put in a big last few weeks. Lads, with the uh, the way the league is, he's spot on. We can't be dropping games like that. It's they they were they were twelfth on the ladder. Um, the eight is very competitive, and we, we've lost to them in sixth, the seventh place. Shit me up the wall. Yeah, it's a, it's a as Mads put it, it's just a, a must win clash, and it you know the next two three weeks are exactly the same. But it's a classic eight point eight point game. Uh, coming up this week. So hopefully we can work a bit more consistency into our game, as uh, Ethan says. But we'll move on to Gowie. Big Gowie, your man. Gents, what can I say about that performance, eh? Absolutely insipid, as you mentioned. Insipid. Um, I was actually going to send this uh, at GWS versus Bulldogs uh, last night, but uh, just didn't have the time and uh, didn't get around to it. Come on, Gowie. Go but, on, uh, back to Swans vs. Port. Man, that yep. was an absolutely uh, awful performance, but we sort of lost that in our own terms. Uh, Laddams costing us two goals. Don't know what he was thinking. Absolute brain fade. And then we went from 5-1 to 5-8 in that second quarter. Like, if we scored two or three of those chances, we probably would have been ahead in, at halftime. That's right. By maybe a couple of goals, and who knows? Who knows what would happen in that last quarter? Just absolutely shambolic pressure and Ooh, effort like by that. everyone yeah. around the park. Uh, singling out a few players here, the forward line was not working properly. We had Logan and Buddy just not firing on all cylinders today. I don't know what's the go with them. Um, and the midfield, we need Warner and um, Warner and Goulden to get to the next level, I think. The next level and getting to that level of consistency, we know they can show. Up the buds. Yeah, look, er- Errol is one who needs to fire up a little bit. He's so important. Needs to. Yeah, he's so important to what we, you know, want to do moving forward. We know he's a good user when he's, you know, got the time to make the decision and execute, but there's no doubt that execution's been down in the past couple of weeks. Wholeheartedly agree. Spot on. 100%. Now, Mads, this is a little bit of an interesting one. From uh, Matty Donnelly. He's been building this up for a week or two. We've given him a couple of whacks for not, you know, oh, coming this, over and saying g'day. Is this the response? This is sort of a little response or a little call out. And it's, uh, look, I'll just play it. Let's and hear the faithful can hear. When it plays. Boys, nothing about the game this week. Worst performance in two years. Let's move on. Boys, got a whack of the week this week. And uh, this is going to be no surprise. I have copped it over the last couple of weeks from you two. And yeah, a little bit of it's probably warranted. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> but um, trying to give it back. So my whack of the week this week goes to you two boys. Oh. Now, every game that's not in Melbourne and every game that I don't travel interstate for, I head along to a little pub uh, called the Rising Sun in South Melbourne. Now, it is wall-to-wall with Swans memorabilia. It is full of red and white for Swans games that aren't in Melbourne. They do a little raffle, the sound's on the big screen... It's, it's a genuine South Melbourne Swans pub. And I have never seen you two boys there. Ooh. So don't give me any of this. I'd rather watch the game in my, in my little <laughs> bedroom you know, on my own. I want to yell at the TV with no one hearing me and, and whatnot. Debs, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a bit of leeway for jumping on a plane to Adelaide, even though it was for a loss. 
But uh, I've got a, yeah, that's my whack of the week this week. And it's going to segue into an invitation to a party on the hill. And that doesn't necessarily have to be for this Saturday night's game. It'd just be for any game. I would like to see you boys at the Rising Sun. It's a fair call. So that's my whack. That's my invitation to a party on the hill. And, um, yeah, I, I hope I hope to see you boys there soon. All right. Yeah, well, this is the thing, boys. Uh, faithful. I, I love parties, and I like <laughs> them on a hill, and I'm more than happy to come. But to be fair, we have talked about that for about 18 months. Oh, but even pre-COVID, we were talking about them, that, Mads. So we're like, oh, we've got to get down there. Heard it's really good. But, no, you're spot on. Sometimes, you know, effort and output is just not good enough. Not and we haven't good been enough. good enough, we Mads. Have, we need to lift, and, quite and, frankly. And we'll take it on board, Matty. I let's, love that from you. Earmark. I reckon a day game's better at the riser. Yeah. So I'm thinking round 19, Sydney versus Adelaide. That's at 145 on the Saturday. Yeah. Perfect. I reckon lock that in. Faithful. Circle it on the calendar. Yeah. Let's lock that in. Let's get a big table and uh, and and enjoy. You want to know something as well? That's a good one to pick because we need to get round and absolutely give it to he whose name we do not speak. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, hundred percent. Let's do that. So Sydney, Adelaide, we'll uh, book a table. That one, hundred yeah. percent. But nah, that, that's a great whack. I'll cop that on board. You know, I dish out plenty on this podcast, and sometimes you just got to be on the receiving end, Mads. And we're, Correct. We're taking it on board. Got to take your you. medicine, Dable. You do, mate. You do. We love our medicine here. I do love that. I do love you guys copping a <laughs> copping a whack. You know, it's like a bit of cough syrup. You know, it's like a little bit, <laughs> little bit nice. I'm all happy with that from Matty. It's good from Matty. It's good. Good stuff. Got Jeff Smith here. Smithy. Smithy. G'day, lads. It's Smithy here. Smithy. Smithy. What to say after a performance like that? I think you guys got it right in one of your Facebook posts. Pretty insipid. Insipid. Mm. They like that word. When our backline cave in, they go, oh my God, they really implode. We've seen it a few times in quarters this year that has effectively lost us games. When they're shite, they are epically shite, uh, the back yep. line in those quarters. Anyway, I want to put the question back to the coaching staff. Like, what are they doing when this stuff's happening? How are they reacting to these situations? You know, they've got to react. You've got to react quickly, change something and change it fast. That's what they're there for. Get paid the big bucks. Like, do something, fix it. Players don't lose their skills overnight or a particular quarter. Um, so we need to respond tacti- tactically to the situations and those moments in time. That's true. Anyway, just my two bobs worth. Yeah. I knew Smithy. Yeah, this is sort of what I spoke about before where it, I think a lot of it comes from on field too. It's like someone recognising it's we've got to change the tempo here. We've got to slow it down. Well, or... look, captains are pseudo-coaches, right? Yeah. And, and you have to That's, be able to... They're imp- the coaches' voices on field. You have yeah. to be able to impart tactical changes yeah. when things aren't going your way and there just wasn't enough of that on the weekend. Yeah, it's part. It's part coaches. It's like you saw Mills go behind the ball again. It just wasn't effective. It's, you know, I, I don't... I'm not putting that one on the coaches on the weekend. But yeah, I I get where Smithy's going with that, but we've touched on it as well. It's you've got to be careful when you give the you know the coaches a clip because it is just something that is just gone to so quickly. So you know if you want to make a you know a point about it, you just got to be you got to be got but, to tread careful. But he he makes sense because there needs to be you need to make tactical changes in flight. Yeah. That has to that has to it's a part of the game. Yeah, you have definitely. to you have to do it. Um, but it needs to be probably player led. I yeah. would say. You want to know what I liked that he he brought up that there is just a couple of players that have gone from, you know, com- like competitive for us and strong and reliable for us. I'm, I'm pointing at Lloyd. I'm pointing at Rampy, and they've they've fallen and they're the ones know, who've been vulnerable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just it, and I do like the idea that maybe I don't know the coaching has something to do with it. Leadership, even as you said. Um, it's just it's it is weird to think that some of these players have um, gone from good to not good overnight. It appears. Yeah, look, there there is a there's got to be a little shift and change of the guard at some stage, and you know where it's going to be someone else putting us on it on their back to you know get the job done. But we've got to see it more frequently. It's not quite happening at the moment. That's it. It's a it's a real concern for us. But we'll go with was a G Brown, big was. G'day lads, it's was a here. G'day was was whack of the week. Mr. Peter Laddams, don't get bitter, mate. Get better. Yes. Can't have that in the Bloods culture. 
Good on you, Waz. You just hit the nail on the head Spot there. Spot on. Definitely, mate. Definitely. A special one here, Mads. Big Jakey Colleen Maguire. Colin, yeah. some might Colin Maguire. He's, uh, he's put a bit of effort into this, I hear. It looks like it. Absolutely. Well, strap in, faithful. Big Jakey here on the mic. Coming live. That is very good stuff. Fantastic. From That's as good as we've had. That's as good as phenomenal. we've had. That is effort. Man, that's a, that's, the bar's been set, Faithful. Yeah, that is as good as it gets. And now, who? that's a nearly a, you know, a contributor of the week. If, yeah. were, if we did give out one on here, that's, you know, that's winger. And that's the content we want. Yeah, that's yeah, good. Absolutely. That's good stuff. That is really good. Well done, Jakey. Uh, we'll go to Hopsy next. Hey, Hopsy. G'day, True Bloods. Top's here. He's flat. I tell you what, I am still flat from the weekend. Flat. Like, I, I can't, I can't get over it. I, I, I don't know. I don't know how to get over it. A new um, from back his voice. six is disgusting. Uh, I just don't know how we can leak so many goals. Or like if we were in a boat, he would be on the bottom of the Pacific right now. It's that freaking holy. <laughs> Jake Lloyd, he's no good. I don't know what it is. You know, he can win some best and fairest for the club, but you know, he's got to pull his head in, like. How does John Longmire still trust him to take the kick-ins? It's just beyond me. Beyond me too. Come on, Jake. Lift. I'll tell you what. If he gets a game this week, he's getting an invitation to a party on the hill. If he does not come, I will personally message John Longmire myself. I don't know how, but I will. And he will not be playing the week after. Come on, bloods. Stick it up. God, we've had some good ones tonight. Just getting it done, Hopsy. Love that from him. Love that. Uh, Scalesy, here we go. Get get it through. Boys, faithful. All right. Wasn't the best performance on Saturday, but it's pretty clear these uh, these quarters we're falling asleep. We've got to do something about these fade-outs. I reckon Sam Reid, keep him in the team, and when we're betting dominated, just put him back. Put him back as that extra seventh defender. Good call. Start him on the wing, move back. And another issue we got is I love the McCartans, but when we come up against these big forwards, we actually get dominated. Like, if Harry McKay and Tom Lynch had played against us, we would have got dominated. We've got Ben King coming up next week, one of the best junior forwards in the game. We've got to do something about this in the off-season. And also, I've seen a couple of things on social about culture in the Swans. Like, seriously, have a look at Collingwood this week. Dugowie, players rating women on social media, pathetic. All right, up the Swannies. Yeah, good on your scales. Some good points there. Uh, we got Mads. Uh, Big Phil. Big Phil. Big Phil. We love Big Phil. He said, Matt, you'll like this one especially. Oh, nice. So, from Big Phil. Here we go. Faithful Big Phil here. Very <laughs> disappointing performance on the weekend. We have to be one of the most inconsistent sides in the comp. Our best footy can match it with anyone in the comp. And our worst footy is fucking shit, to be honest. <laughs> Jake Lloyd, I think it's about time he has a spell in the resis. And if he does get dropped this week, I want them to make sure that he doesn't take any fucking kickings for them either because it's been that bad. <laughs> My whack of the week goes to Peter Laddams for those two incidents in the third quarter that cost us two goals. That was fucking disgraceful. Anyway, I hope Horse makes a couple of changes this week and hopefully we can bounce back. Against oh, I love Big Phil. Big yeah. Phil's a ripper, isn't he? Yeah. Absolutely. He we just got... loves the Swannies. He loves the Swannies. Big Phil as well. I love that. Yeah, it's yeah. good. He, he, hey, he calls himself Big, Big Phil. Phil. Yeah. Carries some weight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know that was no pun intended, but, but I, I just, yeah. You know, you get it. I do. Good stuff, Noah. Hope good Big stuff. Phil gets it. Oh, no. <laughs> Big Willie, eh? Gave himself his own segment. Yeah. <laughs> Whack of the week goes to the coaching staff because the same issues have defined every single loss this year. One, our ball use going into the forward 50. Two, confusion coming out of defence leading to turnovers. And three, clearances. 
Now, you can't coach effort, which sadly has been lacking in important points of this season in a very unswans-like way. But from a coaching standpoint, you can surely start to address these glaring problems. Like, where has the improvement been? It worries me because we're not getting the best out of a talented list, and the season's going to slowly slip away if these issues are not addressed. It's too simplistic to say it's all down to effort. The coaches need to have a good, hard look at themselves and start thinking up some strategies. And that's Willie A's what we know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, I'm getting around to say it's when you don't ask, you receive. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's good. Yeah, Willie A, good stuff. Good. Hey, but it's, I mean, he makes a lot of salient points. He does. No, he's very clear, clear, concise, really good points, um, like what Willie has to say. Now, boys, that's just the Facebook. Just quietly. Let's roll on. Roll, <laughs> roll on, to, on the Instagram. to the gram. Next one comes from Big Marky Delulis. What is it? Delulis. Yeah, Delulis. Yeah. We'll go with that. Boys, it's uh, Mike here. Um, just with Tomo. He's about 17 schooners deep, and I'd be expecting some calls to come in soon. He's not happy with the Swans' performance, and uh, he needs to tell someone that cares. So he's going to let you guys know. And uh, I look forward to listening to the podcast on Wednesday. Thanks very much. <laughs> Good on you, Mike. And we might, that's a perfect lead into uh, Tomo. Just got to find Tomo's here. He had a f- couple of cracks at it, and uh, and he got there. He got there in the end. <laughs> Leading into Tomo's nicely. He did have a couple of cracks here. Here we go. Hey, boys. Tomo calling. Love you, potty. I am absolutely gutted about today's result. The Swans just did not turn up today. We talk about purity and precision, and that's what our game is based on, and today it just was not there. Did you see how many times that we just bombed it into the forward line and then when we gained possession in the back line, we just chucked on the boot and just... Hope for the best. It was just never going to be a good result. I'm not going to say too much about Laddams. You know, a couple of indiscretions there, which cost us dearly. Um, And to be honest, you know, 23 hit outs, but we lost the clearances. Not a great game. He's got to get out and uh, let's bring Higgy back in. Uh, He needs a rest. He's sent a few through. Boys, Tomo again. Um, I just want to uh, give you a little uh, insight onto our the Sunday afternoon. Ah, <laughs> oh, Tomo, and he sent about three others worth a minute, and we love the contributions. Wait, Tomo, fantastic. fantastic. Please really keep good. it up. You know what, as well, though? Tomo's obviously half cut, probably full cut. And he is still seeing what everyone else is seeing out there. So he's, there um, are issues. Come on. Yeah, he, he Mike, Mike Delulis and himself uh, both own wineries in, uh, in the Hunter Valley. And I'll just plug uh, Thomas Wines. Absolutely. Is, um, is, is Tomo's. And uh, I believe, Mike, I'm just trying to quickly get into this. Yeah, Delulis Wines, both in the Hunter Valley, I do believe. Some nice drops. I did yes. have a look on the on the website there. So definitely get across there um, and treat yourself. Uh, we'll jump into the next one from Snedge. Hey there, True Bloods. Bit of a hard one, wasn't it? Hopefully, first game back from the bye, yeah, some sort of aberration. Six things that I saw, six players. Um, definitely um, Luke Parker was playing pretty good. Mills did a, did a lot. And, of course, Isaac came to the party as invited. He did. Yeah, absolutely. Um, for mine, I really for liked yours. Chad's kick from centre-half back straight to Laddams at centre-half forward just before half-time. Fantastic skill. And I'd probably have a couple of slightly less positive observations. I think Sam Wicks struggled and a player that I really like and how he goes, we go. Uh, Wilbur Hayward, what were you thinking, mate? Yeah. Up the bloods. Got a really interesting voice, Snatch. He could... um, Leaves you like anticipating mm, what he's going to say. He could do ASMR, you know. (laughs) Swan's ASMR. Absolutely, boys. But, geez, having the... uh, the the voices just come I love through it. in their droves. We, Absolute got, droves. we got Saundo 
down down a bit. So yeah, I'll go to Saundo. I'll go to Georgie, and then Saundo will round us out. I uh, don't really want to do about talk about the game, so just going to do ask the faithful. But first, <laughs> Peter Lamb still thinks he plays for Port Adelaide. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. Um, <laughs> I think who's most under pump? Ah. Uh, Harry Cunningham, I think he's been down this whole season. I think Jake Lloyd and Dan Ramping have picked it up in the last few weeks. They're not getting dropped. I think there's a lot of backline changes. Is Georgie on a treadmill? Made. I think that is the most underwhelming part of Sydney, if I do say so. I think Will Gould comes in. I think we go slightly taller. I think Robbie Fox deserves to stay in. But I definitely think Harry Cunningham's the most underpumped. And then maybe, you know, maybe... And he's gone, and James Bell. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. <laughs> and we'll go to Sondo. We can't forget Sondo. There's, um, there's a lot of time pressure on us tonight, Faithful, so we, we can't get to all of them, but we love it. And if you send it through next week, we'll, we'll certainly get to you. But we'll, thank you so much. It's so it's the highlight of my week. It's not just the potty. It's the bloody social engagement. 100%. 100%. And here we go with Sondo. If you look at the bigger picture, you say, yeah, we're not a bad side. We're just inconsistent. We drop these types of games once a month, you know? We're still learning. If you zoom in, just look at this in isolation. It was bad. It was really bad. Certain individuals today, who I won't name, I'm sure others will, they will just shat the bed today. Midfield, outworked, out-toughed, if that's even a word, and effort wasn't there. Defence, complete rabble, complete shambles. No one knew what they were doing. Too many passengers across half-back. And the forward line. Jeez, the forwards, I don't know what the structure was, but it played right into the hands of Aaliyah and friends. And I love John Longmire. But I don't know how he can explain how we get the ball at half-forward and the forward line would be slow-clogged up. No one could create any leading lanes or open up any space because there were too many players. So what did we end up doing? Of course, kick it on Buddy's head. Yeah, well said there from Saundo. It's just uh, it's just pure frustration. That doesn't game. it just, doesn't kill, it just you. kill you, man? Doesn't it kill you. Mate, i got to wrap us up there, unfortunately. The social seg bumper, 26 minutes if you don't mind, boys. Ooh. You don't mind, number. Some of Boy. our best work there, but um, we will be back right after this uh, with a little bit of a preview for the St Kilda game this Saturday night. You know what I love, Mads? What do you love, Deeps? I love the Swannies. Oh, so do I. You know what I hate, Mads? What do you hate? It's how no one talks about it. Oh, doesn't it just kill you? Now, Faithful, I need you to jump on your socials. We're on your Instagrams. We're on your Facebooks. So jump on there and give us a follow. If you listen on Spotify, follow and rate five stars. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, rate five stars and leave us a glowing review. The Faithful support is what makes this potty what it is. Speaking words of wisdom. Up the Swannies. Welcome back to True Bloods. Now, boys, pre-game, or might have been they, as I was sitting there for my flight, um, delayed as always, but I just had some thinking time, and, you know, we do enjoy party on the hills. Parties on the hills. Yeah, absolutely. We do enjoy having parties on hills. And invitations go out from time to time, if not weekly, Mads, and we invited Haynes on the weekend, and wasn't he huge? He was massive. He was dead set massive, and that's what we... Your, your four goals out of him should be minimum for how talented he yeah. is. And I was really happy he was able to find some of that form. Probably went missing when we could have used him. That's why I feel like, you know, Heaney could be injected into the middle as well. Yeah. Right? You know. And then, look, I, I um, replied to someone on Instagram or Facebook with, with that same point. It's like... When someone's playing forward and a team's dominating like they were in the third, like if they're playing forward, of course they're going to sort of slip, you know, out, of slip out of the game. Yeah. Like there's not too much um, you can do, but that's, yeah, that injection into the midfield probably needs to be used a little bit more. 100%. To be, to be fair, especially when you've got Logan Buddy up there. But we just wanted to point out that Heen's game was pretty massive on the weekend. Yeah, phenomenal. absolutely. Yeah, it's just you've invited him to the party and then in the first two oh, well, segs completely missed out on uh, on the praise, on the that, praise he gets that he for, deserves. But boys, for running the party. Boys, can we just appreciate 
how big the invitation is to the party. Two weeks running. Sam Reid against Melbourne. Invitation to the party. Plays his best game in 10 years, boys. We invite Haynes, who's been going through a bit in the personal life, old Isaac has. We invite him. He's had the two weeks off. Comes to the party. Puts the forward line on his shoulders. Dead set massive. Invitations, crucial, equal good games. It's powerful, babes. It's it powerful. Is. It is. It's, it's what we do here it's at damaging. Damaging disposal. But, boys... Huge game. Must win. Must win clash against the Saints. Is it a 7.20 clash? Yeah, on Saturday night, 7.20. 7.20. It is my birthday on Saturday. True blood, so, you know. Happy birthday, Debs. Thank you, boys. Thank send you. Send him gifts. Yeah, send me gifts of or if you can't, good manifestation. Yeah, just manifest something. Yeah, actually, that would be nice. A few birthday swans messages through on the DMs. <laughs> <laughs> just going to ask for them now. Hey, Debs, um, just saying uh, I really appreciate the podcast and, yeah, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> That's absolute garbage. No, you don't have to do that, True Buds. Garbage stuff, but nah, boys, It's massive. critical. It's, it's critical. It's so big, and they're a bloody good side, the Saints. They've had a bit of an off game um, against Essendon last week, and they'll be looking to, to bounce back. Well, we both should be. That's the thing. It's nullified yep. because we should be... Furious with see their their effort wasn't that bad. Our effort was shocking. Yeah, we we need to respond, and this is the titular point, if you will, Noah. Whoa, of our season because backs up against the wall. It's now or never. We must win this football game. Otherwise, we will probably drop out of the eight. Yeah, look, we do have a relatively good run home, so. Look, is it absolute disaster if we lose season over? No, but it makes it a hell of a lot harder. They're, they're, it, it, it creates yeah. problems that you don't need. Yeah, exactly right. You've got because to win. Then, you're, then you're talking about you want your destiny to be in your own hands, hands Noah. Yeah, it's, right? You, yeah. Want it, you don't want to be watching the scoreboard going, uh, are Adelaide winning? Uh, yeah. Well, not Adelaide, but a Port Adelaide winning? A are Richmond the, winning? A JWS winning? winning? Yeah. Yeah, it's like you don't want that to be the end of your season. Yeah, you want to have destiny in your own hands. And last week was huge because the teams around us lost as well. And yep. that's, what, that's what makes ours a lot more bearable is because the other teams lost around us as well. But, We're so fortunate for that, honestly. But, but fellas, they, they got in a pretty impressive midfield, um, St Kilda. You know, they got Jack Sinclair, they got Jay Gresham doing big things in there. Crouchy's had a relatively good year. They're gonna have Zach the, Jones. Zach Jones has been going all right. Um, Some quality they've, Ruckman. They've got Jack Steele coming back into the side who's dead set massive for him. Um, well, this is where you make a good point there, Noah, because this is where Laddams, if you're playing, and I assume he will be, Chance, I reckon, even though he's had a rough oh, one. Oh, sorry, he's not. No, he's, he's suspended. suspended. Oh, no, he's suspended, right. He's suspended. Yeah. But we're going up against bloody Marshall and, and Ryder. Paddy Ryder. Yeah, Ryder. Huge. In the midfield. Um, Marshall's yeah. playing now, isn't he? Yeah. He is. And he Jack is. Steele's coming back from injury as he well. He is. 100%. Absolutely is. So... Big game for Hickey. Hickey comes back in. Obviously, they've talked it up. Um, he's, he, did he play on in the weekend? Uh, Hickey did play. Yeah. And Limited minutes? And he played... Quite well, yeah. Dare I say it? Was he, he on um, limited minutes? Or I don't. Yeah. He seemed to be. He seemed to be around the ground a lot. If he was on min- limited minutes, just he's, a bloody um, toe injury. He's yeah. um he's he's played very well. If he was on limited minutes, yeah. He's, if I get the stats up, I'll get the stats up for you guys. Yeah, um, it's good that he's had a run though. You do like the you know the game, get those cobwebs out. Just an aside, why didn't why didn't Cunningham have a run in the second? Uh, I, I thought just, he was okay on the weekend though. Yeah, he was fine. But yeah. Doesn't make sense. Though. Doesn't make Doesn't sense. sense. Can I just for a second, lads? Hickey has kicked uh, one goal, one. He's had some scoreboard impact, and he's had twenty-one touches. Yeah, it's good. That's... There were some big clearances there as well. I know it's only VFL, and he is a quality AFL ruckman. Yeah, but that is very promising. Yeah, that's a really good on on a return. Um, I think a, a crucial one to watch. For the Saints, too, is Bradley Hill. He's a bit of a barometer for him. He's their whipping boy. He sort of cops a lot of shit, but he can kill you on the outside yeah, if they keep sure. getting it in his hands. Great, great by foot. Um, he's another one to really watch. Um, and sort of, you know, it's the likes of Membry and, you know, Gresham's hit the scoreboard last week. Jack Billings. we got um, Butler down there as well. And Jack Higgins has probably torn us up the last couple of times as well. If he kicked accurately, he would have put us yeah, that, to the sword. That was, was mid peak COVID, I remember, yep. I remember that game. Um, he could have kicked six. Um, he lost them that game. 
But he, he and he played a big game the last time we played him yeah. too. I reckon he had three or four, five shots at goal. Um, but so we he's got to go in. Um, put some time put on, into him. Who do you put on Higgins? It's a Cunningham job, surely. I'm I'm concerned about Cunningham on the smaller forwards though. He just hasn't. I don't think he's beaten one properly yet. He's been given bards, yeah. Debs. Yeah. I just don't think he's a small forward type lockdown. He's not that Nick Smith that we want him to be. Yeah. No one is though. Yeah. yeah. Um. But you, you're not taking the likes of Blakey or no. you know who else is playing on that halfback line. Oflo. Oflo. Could be could who, be a job for him. Who are the ins and outs? Well, Laddam's out. Hickey in. Uh, Wicks is a probably a one that. Surely. Wicks for yeah. Ronk. Ronk, Ronk. scoreboard Ronk's... impact on the weekend. Oh, let me check. Let me check. Two, I don't I... think he had... Oh, no. Th- three. <laughs> I'm wrong. He's... Three goals he's... with yeah. 20 touches. Okay. He will be in. <laughs> yeah. You're in. Amadi yeah. kicked five as well. He did. Uh, not some... Not big marks. Yeah. Uh, he wasn't taking these I big... I think he had five up until grabs. half time. Uh, sadly, I don't think... I mean, you're not dropping Reid. Nah. Nah. Nah, not, not at all. Not with what Reid's doing. Nah. He was, as I said, he wasn't taking these big grabs, but his... Kicking accuracy, very, very good. You know what? I don't mind the concept of throwing Reed back because they've got a very, as you just ran through, Debs, they've got a very potent forward line and the, the you just don't want it to get away from the McCartan boys. So another taller body down there to, to jump in the hole would be handy. Leave Reed what he's doing. What he's doing. Lloyd gets dropped. Gould comes in. I like that. And I like Gould that a lot. plays that role. Absolutely. Because be don't given an opportunity, man. Has to be. It's uh, it's but net. if he doesn't, if he doesn't, yeah, which is I, 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 we need something else back there. Yeah, it, I think we're one short. Um, yep. and that that can sort of even sort of let Rampy more off half back take the smaller player and let. Yeah, I'd like to see that. He Gould usually and, takes a bigger player, so yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing how he goes against a smaller player. There's a few things there to to think about for sure, but yeah, it's always interesting at the se- uh, selection table when it comes through on the Thursday night, and there's always a surprise there. But this might be a bit crazy. But is is Oflo close to? I don't. I feel like no. I don't. I, think I feel like Horse loves him. Loves him. He could be given a role too. That's sort of what I think might get yeah. Oflo going again. Yeah, absolutely. But boys, huge game, dead set, fucking massive. I can't talk it up anymore. And can um, I just say, can I say, jump in there? And I'm just realising this now as I look at the AFL app because I, I don't use Footy Wire, unfortunately, lads. Um, six, no, it's seventh and eighth place. That's Sydney and then St Kilda. Yeah, very tight, and both both teams are stacked with talent and are struggling with consistency. Yeah. It's we are matching up very closely with them at the moment. Yeah. And last year we had a very close game. This could be a, a Big night. Yeah, it's it's dead set fucking massive. It's the biggest game in, in probably two, three years for us. Um, you know, especially, you know, coming off a loss like that on the weekend. It's it's we've said it multiple times, we'll say it again, it's must win. Four points take it home. Swannies by three or four goals. I, I feel we can get it done. We're yeah, a better side. Likewise. More talent. Likewise. More talent. Likewise. But talent doesn't equal success, boys. It and doesn't. it's um it, I wanna really see someone put their hand up and it's not a, a come to the party as such, it's a I'm gonna win this game for yeah. Jump what, on our, my back, boys. Boys, let's fucking go. Yep, you know what it. Buddy did in that third quarter yeah. against Brisbane? Yeah. You know, he's like, Come on, boys, let's go. That I want that from someone. Boys, how's this for you Saturday? And we'll get stuck into this with the tipping. This is your Saturday footy viewing. 1.45 p.m., Carlton versus Freo, 5th versus 3rd. Yeah. 4.35, Geelong versus Richmond, 4th versus 6th. 7.25, Sydney versus St Kilda, 7th versus 8th. Looks that like is, finals week. That is quality. Yeah, it's good footy. Good footy. Mate. Thursday night, Melbourne versus Brisbane. Oh, who do you think will win, mate? Oh, like I, said like, I said likewise. Exactly four, the same three as you. Or four, well, Noah? Yeah. Yeah, oh, geez. Um, I'm going to go Brisbane. I don't think Melbourne are back yet. Swanee's so. tip. Give us a Swanee's oh, tip. Oh, Swanee's tip. Sorry. Yep. I thought we were That's all right. My bad, fellas. Yeah, I'm thin ice now. <laughs> we are going to get it done, as yep. always. Yep. As we always predict. We'll get it done, but it'll be by under a goal. Under a goal. I don't in think anyone has predicted in the history of this podcast <laughs> that, we will, that we will lose. <laughs> but that's all right. Um, Melbourne versus Brisbane. Ooh, up there. I think Melbourne to bounce back. It's in. It's at the G. Yeah, Stephen May back makes a big, big difference. Uh, he needs crucial, to be crucial cog. Probably owes him one. Melbourne, already gone there, haven't I? Brisbane. Yeah. Brisbane. Footscray versus Hawthorne. Footscray. Franco Cozzo. Franco Cozzo. Brunswick and Footscray. Grand sale. 
Oh, actually, you know what? I'll go Hawthorne. Why not? <laughs> Hawkers, upset. Yeah. Like yeah, it. Yeah, piss off. What's great? Hawthorne. Yep. They play, they've play. they been inconsistent, but they can play some very yeah, good football. 100%. Absolutely. Yep. That giant Newcomb. Can play. Unreal. Can Rising play. star. Tough as fuck. Rising star. Uh, West Coast versus Essendon. Uh, Essendon. Yeah, surely Essendon. Good footy last can I, week. Can I use this platform just to express how much... How little, sorry, I think of West Coast. Yeah. They are pretty piss poor. Awful as a football club. And they've got <clears> players <throat> that should be a lot better. Yeah, yes, that's a thing. Tim Kelly. Yeah, flop. What a waste of money. Yeah, happens. Um, it does. Carlton versus Fremantle to start your super Saturday debut. Woo! Frio. At Marvel as well. Frio. Yep. Dangerous. Nat Noah. back. Got no reason for it, but I'm feeling Carlton. Yep. I do like Carlton, to be honest. Yeah. Bit yep. I'm going to say Carlton as well. I think um, I think Freo have been playing a little bit above themselves. Yeah. Uh, Geelong and Richmond. Ooh, big game. At, Down the, at, the, G. at the G. At the G. At the G. I might pop into that, actually. Uh, Cross the road. Catters, <coughs> yeah. Paddy Dangerfield back. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Um, nah, Richmond for me. They're, they're just... Cracking form at the moment, so yeah, five the I last like that. six, something like that. Yeah, I reckon Richmond too. Yep. Cats will crumble. Uh, North Melbourne versus Adelaide. Adelaide. You're going to watch that one, lads? I wouldn't have no. thought so. <laughs> no. Yeah. Fuck that. That's, the no. Sunday viewing isn't great. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll go North. I yeah. hate Jordan out Dawson. We come. Out we come. Out we come. Absolutely. Apart. Come on, North. Uh, Collingwood and Giants. Uh, Giants. It's a close one. Um, uh, Collingwood. The Giants have done them at the G before and they'll do them again on Sunday. Let me know. I'm changing that. I don't like the uh, the, the public uh, presence of Collingwood at the moment. It's pretty poor. They'll go down yeah. to the Giants. Yeah. And uh, Port and Suns. Who cares? Yeah. Poor Not even going to tip it. Suns. Not even going to tip it. <laughs> Fickle. Suns. I like Suns. the Suns. Yeah. Well, boys, comprehensive as always. We've done it all. Um, look, we need a response from our footy side. Um, we tend to do it when we need it. Um, but this manifest, is manifest. Absolutely. It's season defining, nearly. Because um, we need this one. Got a few more bullets to fire, but this is a really important one. But boys, you've been great, Noah. Thanks for coming. Thank back you, Dable. You're on. Uh, that's your bronze medal. You got a third time on the show. You got to work hard for that fourth appearance, mate. Now, faithful. Oh, right. This was our 99th episode. <gasps> Tune in next week. Very special Very. 100th episode spectacular with a few little surprises, I would have thought. 100% dot, dot, dot. Ooh. Maybe merch drop. Merch drop. <laughs> but uh, Get Ken. this has been True Buds, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. And as we end every potty, speaking words of wisdom up, up the, the Swatties. swatties.